a creator named Talon Michael. Talon Michael, that guy is doing an amazing job expanding the kingdom of God. He got touched and he launched a YouTube channel. Two million people following him on YouTube. You're the biggest solo Christian creator now on the platform. You haven't walked this fast in years? Well, let's go a little faster. Hallelujah! <laughs> All right! I didn't come for dead religion. I didn't come for some washed up sermon. I came for the power of God. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, breakthroughs in the room. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, healing's in the room. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, new levels are in the room. I said the joy of the Lord, it is your strength. What God does in one, he'll do in another. What God's done in my life, he'll do in your life. When you touch someone in faith, when you reach out and touch God with faith, you get what you're believing for. It's this simple. Believe the word, stand on the word, act on the word, operate in faith, never walk by sight. I said religion will teach you lessons. Only Jesus can give you life. You can't lose if you stay in the realm of faith. My generation, your generation, this generation shall be saved. Hello. Welcome back. I'm your host, Evangelist Taylor Michael. Welcome to Ruston, Louisiana, home of uh, Cajun people, but most importantly, home of uh, the most powerful church on planet Earth. And uh, there's no studies that prove that, but I say that it is. And so that matters to me. But Faith Church Ruston here in Ruston, Louisiana. We have three days of glory kicking off starting Friday night. And then Saturday, two meetings on Saturday in the morning and in the evening. And then Sunday as well. For Labor Day, if you can get to Ruston, Louisiana, I'm telling you, do not miss it. You're going to love it. Praise God. <laughs> Dang, dude, people are just coming out the gate. When you give me your money, you'll be blessed. See how that works. Russ, are you drinking again? I thought we talked about this for us. All right, let's get into it. Today, I'm going to teach you about the open heavens and how you can access them, how you can live a life where the windows of heaven are open over you on a 24-7 basis, and it seems like supernatural financial overflow just begins to pour into your life. So uh, go with me to Malachi chapter 3 and stick to the end because what I'm going to teach you today will significantly change the financial aspect of your life. If you're new to the channel, every single Wednesday morning, I teach on finances. Why? Because it's important to know. Money is the most talked about subject in the entire Bible, and it's the most hated on. Wow. It's the most hated on for this specific reason. If I were the devil, I wouldn't want you to be blessed either. Because even in the book of Proverbs, it says a man's wealth is his strong city. Meaning that when you have wealth, you actually can get to a point where you're too expensive for the devil to mess with. Wow. Somebody type that in the chat. I'm too expensive for the devil to mess with. I'm too expensive for the devil to mess with. Look at what happened um, during the last lockdowns and the scandemic. When everything was going on, the only people that really were able to take a stand against their local, state, and federal governments were people that had wealth. They were the only people that could stand up against the government. If you're wealthy, you can stand up against the government. That's why the first thing they try to do in communistic and Marxist nations is that uh, Tracy Vaughn said money is the root of all evil. Incorrect. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is not the root of all either evil. Otherwise, the very money that's in your wallet right now or lack thereof would make you evil. But back on the topic. 
The Bible says, I will lift you above all the nations of the world. God will actually put you in a position financially where you can stand against demonic regimed nations. Why is that important in these last days? Because the Bible says in the last days, you won't be able to buy, sell, trade, or even travel without receiving a mark in your right hand or in your forehead. Meaning that these evil antichrist agendas, their job is to create a cashless society. That's their goal. Number two, they want to get a one world currency. That's what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 13. The antichrist system wants to get everybody. They don't want you to be dirt poor. Well, they do in the long run, but here's what they're going to do. They're going to try to get you to sympathize with the middle class. Look at what's happening in America. They try to get you to sympathize with the middle class. Oh, Rich people are are evil. Why are the rich? So we need to tax the rich, tax the rich. Look at all these middle class people. They're the ones struggling. No, here's the difference between a middle class person and a rich person. The decisions they made in life. Do you want to know the line that separates middle class from upper class individuals? There is one line. It's not the cards they've been dealt. It's not some demonic stronghold on their family. It's a stronghold on their own mind. It's decisions that each one made. High-class individuals, wealthy people make wealthy decisions. I want you to type that in the chat today. Wealthy people make wealthy decisions. Wealthy people make wealthy decisions. That's right. Tracy Vaughn said, "If you're, go- you're going to hell if you take the mark. Exactly. So how do you make sure that you set yourself up to not take the mark of the beast? You have to be able to resist tyrannical governments. Many people don't want to hear talk like this, but I'm going to give it to you because I'm not going to stand before the Lord one day and say, I didn't warn people. This is Bible prophecy. I feel it so strong in my spirit these next four months. These next four months will be a a quarter of supernatural acceleration if you're willing to jump in the flow. And God will put you in a position where you can resist tyrannical government and be self-sufficient. So that this next round of um, of the flu that goes through, the Wuhan flu is what some people are calling it. This next round of the Wuhan flu that goes through, you'll be able to stand up. Because God doesn't want you to have to lay down and let a government walk all over you. The government, do you know why the Constitution was written? It was written to protect you from your own government. The Articles of Confederation, written to protect you from your own government. The reason we have a constitution in the United States is because we broke out of a tyrannical tyranny, uh, what's the word, monarchy. When we broke away from Great Britain. So our founding fathers wrote a constitution that would protect you from your own government. So you have to know these things. And I'm going to get into what I'm teaching you here about open heavens. But in order for you to genuinely be self-sufficient, you can get to a place with God where you're too expensive for the devil to mess with. Where you operate at such a high level, where instead of having to be jabbed up, masked up, and go through commercial flights all the time to travel everywhere, which is just testing grounds for the mark of the beast, you can be a person that can afford to fly private on private jets. 
You can be a person that can afford to take wealthy uh, uh, traveling routes versus having to go along with the flow that everybody else has to go with. So that's what I'm going to teach you today. As a matter of fact, tomorrow I'll be flying. You can mark tomorrow's day, August 31st. August 31st, 2023, the day that Taylor Michael flew on his first private jet at 27 years old. You can mark it. Even if you don't care, you can mark it. I'm marking it because it's a goal that I've set out for, believing God for financial blessing in my life so that I can be set above the nations of the earth like the Bible promises. In Deuteronomy 28 and Deuteronomy 30 and Joshua chapter 1, all throughout the Bible. Deuteronomy 8. This is how you get to that place. Go with me to Malachi chapter 3. I'm going to teach you how to access open heavens financially. And if nobody's ever spoken to you about what the Bible says pertaining to money like I am right now, get your notepad out. Take some notes today. You know, I'll, I'll fill you in. There was a very important meeting a while back, about a year ago, where they invited the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the United Nations, all of these big players in end-time Bible prophecy, the exact people setting up the Antichrist agenda in the earth right now. There was a big meeting gathered, and they brought all of these uh, ministers, I won't identified the denominations, but major ministers in the United States, they invited them, made them feel special, brought them along. And when they brought them along, they gave them free briefcases and stuff like that. I heard this from a very credible source. It was a private meeting, but they brought some of the biggest ministers in the United States to this meeting to tell them how to handle Christian people during this pandemic. And this is what they said. They said, there's three things we want you to preach really strong against in your churches when you get back. They said, number one, the baptism of the Holy Ghost with evidence of tongues. Now, why would the devil, why would a demonic regime want people to preach against, want pastors? These were pastors that went. Why would they want pastors to preach against the baptism of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues? Because Jesus said in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you'll be endued with power to be my witnesses. The Holy Ghost is where the power's at. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is where the power's at. Number two, they said preach against divine healing and divine health. Oh, oh, and real quick, I'm going to tell you while you're watching this. This is I want to get this out to people. Hit thumbs up on Facebook. Hit thumbs up on YouTube. Share this. If you're watching on Facebook, I see we got Doris. We got Vivian. We got Fuga. We got a ton of people watching on YouTube and Facebook. Do me a favor. Share this on your timeline. People need to hear the truth. This needs to get out. So they said, preach against divine healing. Well, why would they want you to preach against that? Because they want everybody to think that they got to be sick. They want everybody to not know. Thank you, Angelina. God bless you. They want everybody to not know that Jesus Christ has paid for your healing. So you don't have to go to Big Pharma 
to get meds for your healing. You can call on the name of Jesus. You can apply the blood of Jesus. You can take Holy Communion. You can be anointed with oil and have the elders at your church lay hands on you and pray the prayer of faith so that he who would believe would get up off of his sickbed. They don't want you knowing that. They don't want you knowing that there's healing power in the gospel. Number three thing. They told the pastors to preach against the prosperity message. Ah, so anyone, I want you to hear this right now. Anyone that doesn't agree with God's prosperity for his people, you are on the same side as the World Economic Forum. You're on the same side as the United Nations. You're on the same side of the World Health Organization. You are of the same spirit, which is of very clearly, like Jesus said, your father, the devil. Hey, look at that, John. I love that. Man, what a testimony. That's amazing. So they told these pastors, preach against prosperity. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Any organization that's joined hands with the devil is against me. And Jesus said, if you're not with me, you're against me. Either gather or scatter. So if the devil doesn't want me to teach on money, I'm going to teach double hard on money. Because that means there's a supernatural uh, explosion in the spirit realm right now that God wants to apply to people's lives financially. All right. So now that I've vented a little bit and I told you why I'm preaching this today, let me read to you out of Malachi chapter three. Listen to this. Go there with me. Start in verse one. Behold, I send my messenger and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom I seek will suddenly come to his temple, even when the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight, behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. Uh, let's go down to verse 8. Actually, we'll start in verse 6. Malachi 3, verse 6. For I am the Lord, and I do not change. Somebody type in the chat, God never changes. God never changes. If anybody tells you, you don't have to tithe anymore, brother. Uh, God never changes. We're under grace, bro. God never changes. Abraham tithed way before the Levitical law was ever put into place. The tithe did not come in the Levitical law. The tithe has been since the beginning. God does not change. 400 years before the law was ever written, Abraham tithed. He's the father of our faith. Tithing is not for God. Tithing is for you. Tithing is not for God. Tithing is for you. God implemented the tithe for your blessing. God doesn't need your tithe. Not to be mean, but the, the $50 a month that you're tithing from your McDonald's job is not exactly helping keep heaven's lights on. God gave the tithe to help you so that you don't have to stay in that position. Malachi 3.6, for I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, in what way shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. I'm going to teach you right now a supernatural secret that will guarantee financial overflow in your life. In tithes and offerings. Somebody type in the chat, tithes 
and offerings. Tithes and offerings. I want you to get this. Tithes and offerings. I want you to think of it this way. The tithe is what qualifies you for the windows of heaven to be open. The offering is what pulls the blessing out of the windows of heaven. So it's almost like the tithe is the combination that opens the windows. The offering is what multiplies good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running back out of the windows of heaven into your life. I want you to think of it that way. Verse 9. He said, you are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Now, I want you to understand this about the Hebrew. There's no causative tense in the Hebrew language. Meaning that when it says you are cursed with a curse, it doesn't mean God is cursing people. What it means is there is a curse that has been allowed on your finances. The devourer has been able to devour your finances because you have not brought them into covenant with me. This is what he's saying here. I want you to get this. Even this whole nation. But he's telling you how to get out of that. Have you ever, for me, before I started tithing and giving offerings, it felt like money came in and it just leaked out of my pockets. It felt like no matter how much money came in, I could have a great month with my old window washing job. And it felt like the next month I was still just hanging on to pay my rent. If you've ever felt like that, put a hand emoji in the comments. Have you ever felt like you just have holes in your pockets? That's because the devourer comes in and devours your money. But there's a way to break that off. There's a way to rebuke the devourer where you're not, your car is not breaking down all the time. You don't have things breaking down in your house all the time. You don't have miscellaneous crazy expenses all the time that are just constantly draining you of, of money. You're not making doctor's visits all the time. There's a way to rebuke the devourer out of your life so that you are not devoured. This is how. Verse 10, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, there will not be room enough to receive it. Verse 11, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all the nations will call you blessed for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. This is how much God, somebody once said, I can't afford to tithe. No, you can't afford not to tithe. You can't afford not to give tithes and offerings. This is the secret combination to the windows of heaven in your life being opened. And God, he just said, pour you out a blessing. So wonderful, so magnificent, so abundant. You don't have room enough to store it all. I, I've been cleaning out my closet. I have three massive trash bags full of clothes that I don't wear anymore because my closet is overflowing. I just, I, I have to make another one. I'm going to have to get four bags because my closet's overflowing. I ran out of room in my closet for all my shoes and they're now just hanging out in my, all not scattered, but they're lined up in my room because my shoes are overflowing. Pretty soon, I'm going to have so many cars. I'm going to have to start giving cars away because my cars are overflowing. I'm going to have so many houses. I'm going to have to start giving houses away and land and property because my houses and land is, is overflowing. Where everything in my life is just overflowing. You look at my wallet. I should have brought it in here. I was telling the boys last night. I don't need it. I was just telling the boys last night at dinner. I was like, you know what one of the best feelings is? 
the money clip in my wallet is so full of $100 bills that it actually stretches and it might break one day because my wallet is overflowing. God said, I will open the windows of your life, the windows of heaven right over you. And I will cause such a blessing on you that you don't have room enough to store it all. Here's a cool thing I want you to hear. The word windows in the Hebrew there, it is actually more correctly translated the levy. The levy. A levy, or another way to say it, is the floodgates. Levy or floodgates. Anybody that lives in southern Louisiana down in New Orleans, they know what a levy is. They know what a floodgate is. A floodgate is something, New Orleans is below sea level. So there's levees, there's floodgates to stop the ocean from coming in and drowning everything and overtaking everything. And that's what happened in Katrina. That's why it was so catastrophe, uh, such a catastrophe. So what God is literally saying is that when you give tithes and offerings, I open up the levee and there is so much abundance that pours into your life, it'll almost bring destruction to everything that was there. It'll overtake everything. Anything that was dry will come back to life. Anything that's been devoured will be not devoured. And he said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. You don't have to rebuke him. God will rebuke him. And then right after that, it says, all the nations will call you blessed. God is looking to pour out such a blessing on you that nations look at you and say, that man is blessed. That woman is blessed. There's no way. I saw how they grew up. I saw the family they came from. I saw the minimum wage job they were working. I saw where they were a couple of years ago, a couple chapters ago. And now all of a sudden, it's like they're sitting high above all the nations of the world. The God that they serve must be the true God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. And it'll make people envious of your life. And they're going to ask you how you got there. And it'll give you an opportunity to preach the gospel to them. That's God's will for your life. Somebody type in the chat, God's will for my life is abundance. Abundance. God is looking to make you abundant. An answer, a sign, a wonder to your generation. And I believe that's what we're raising up here in Jesus' mighty name in Ruston, Louisiana. I have a goal to help my pastor raise up 10 millionaires in our church before the end of 2024. That's what my faith is set out for. That by the end of 2024, we'll have 10 millionaires in our church. Either have already accumulated a million dollars or they have a business or some type of cash flow that is producing a seven-figure income, revenue. Simply by applying the word of God. If you want in on that, keep joining these live streams. It'll happen to you too. God, God is no respecter of persons. Now why? Somebody's going to say, well, why? Like I, I heard somebody this morning, one of my buddies was preaching on this. And he said there was somebody that commented on one of his videos. No pastor should be worth millions of dollars. What a stupid thing to say. You'll never catch that person going into a casino saying, no casino owner should be worth millions of dollars. Look at all these lives they're ruining. They'll never say that. 
They'll never look at people that are pumping pornography into their children and say, no pornographer should be worth millions of dollars. No. But instead, they'll, they'll decide to yield to the voice of the devil and say, no pastor should be worth millions of dollars. Bruh. How arrogant can you get? If anyone should be worth millions of dollars, it's the children of God. Now, you don't need money to be happy. Of course. You don't need... And I, I can't even really say this, honestly. I was going to say you don't even need money to do the will of God. But you do. Because when you start doing God's will, He starts bringing you money. There's provision for the vision. So you need finances to do things at a high level. You know, you know what this message has done for me in the last year? It took me from last year being able to give $12,000 to other ministries worldwide to this year being able to give $163,000 to other ministries worldwide and to feed 2,000 kids each and every single month instead of 30 like we used to feed and to help partner with a dozen other ministries and to pour $50,000 into our church building project this year to help pay for that. That's what this message has done. It's blessed. God has blessed me to make me a blessing. And I believe that's what these last four months of the year are going to be in your life too, in Jesus' mighty name. Well, I hope that helps. I believe it will. Anyone that gets a hold of this message, it'll change your life the same way it did for me. I want to pray for you that financial abundance pours out into your life. I'm going to tell you a story real quick about a seed that I planted that took me from the land of barely enough to the land of more than enough. And it was the first time I gave $10,000. It was almost everything I had in my bank account. And I said, God, I'm believing that you'll get me $10,000 so I can give this to my church to help build this church. And when I planted that seed, the Bible says, when you sow abundantly, you shall reap abundantly. Someone type in the chat, I shall reap abundantly. When you sow abundantly, you shall reap abundantly. It's a spiritual law. It says in Galatians 6, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So when you sow abundantly, you reap abundantly. I said, God, I'm believing for $10,000 to give it to my church. And about three weeks later, the Lord supernaturally brought $10,000 into my hands. And I wrote it and I sowed it into my church. The moment that I did, the Lord gave me a business idea that's now worth multi, multi millions of dollars. Honestly, could be worth billions of dollars. And that one $10,000 seed, the Lord, the day I sowed it, the Lord spoke to me about a supernatural business idea that I was to start. And now with that business, it's been seven months. Last month, that business produced $102,000 in revenue. This month, we're already at $120,000 in revenue. And we're just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And I went from f uh, three or four employees to 11 employees. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be long before I'm at 20 employees and then 100 employees. And just like Abraham, 300 employees. Because those that sow abundantly reap abundantly. When you get your finances connected to God's vision, God connects his heavenly finances to you. Amen. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to partner with what it is that we're doing here. I have a vision 
to see 200 million people give their life to Jesus Christ through online and in-person evangelism. We have 158 people in our Kingdom Accelerator program, 158 online evangelists that we're raising up and showing them how to win souls online. We've reached over 2.2 billion views worldwide on different social media platforms, and we're just getting started. And like I mentioned, we're currently feeding 2,000 kids each and every single month in third world nations all around the world. This is a handwritten letter by them thanking us for, for our generosity, thanking you for your generosity because you're helping to make that possible. And we've given $163,000 to other ministries worldwide already this year. I want you to, to connect with this. I want you to ask the Lord what he would have you give. And it's not too long from now. I'm believing God for property. So I've been looking for property for a brand new studio for us. I'm believing for a new studio. So we're looking at property. And that'll cost a couple hundred thousand, maybe a couple million. We'll see. Whatever the Lord tells me to get is what we're going to get. So you can partner with us with what it is that we're doing here. If you've been impacted by this ministry or if you love this generation and you want to see Jesus glorified in this generation, you want to see you want to see this generation know Jesus. Then I want to give you an opportunity now to to connect financially. Someone just said right now I'm in debt and have health problems. Well, the way I got out of debt was by sowing a supernatural seed. So maybe this is God giving you an opportunity to cancel debt in your life. I believe God's going to send 100 people that'll sow a seed of $1,000 or more before the end of the year. If that's you, I encourage you, ask the Lord what he'd have you give. If you feel $1,000 on your heart, I encourage you to be obedient. I also believe God's going to send 200 people that'll sow a seed of $500 or more before the end of the year. And I know there's other people that can't quite sow that much, but many people can. So just pray and ask the Lord what he'd have you give today. Hey, let's go, John. He said, I reaped a harvest and put a down payment on my first house. Awesome. John is a regular giver. I love to hear that, John. That's awesome. Congratulations. The different ways you can give are on your screen. Cash app is dollar sign revival way. Venmo is at revival way. PayPal is at Revival Way, or you can give on my website, RevivalWay.com. You can click Partner Financially today. There's a link in the chat for you right now. You can also give through Super Chat on YouTube. So I'm going to give you just a moment here to give, and then I'm going to pray for you. Give you just a second. All right. Whatever you're given today. Amen, Acacia. Let me uh, let me pray for you. Just hold your device up real quick. We're going to pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. As they sow seed today. Would you multiply 
and bless them and increase them supernaturally and abundantly. Every seed sown today, I partner my faith with them now. Angels, ministering spirits, go cause the word to work and cause every harvest to come now. Satan, take your hands off of every harvest in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. And amen. Thank you for your giving. It genuinely helps and we're very blessed by it. We're very thankful for every person that gives. I want to encourage you to come and join us in Ruston, Louisiana. I have a quick video. I'm going to let my uh, father in the Lord and my pastor, Pastor Stan Pody, explain to you what's happening this Labor Day weekend. You do not want to miss it wherever you're at in the United States. I strongly consider that you come down to Ruston, Louisiana this weekend for Labor Day weekend. If you need a miracle in your body, if you need supernatural breakthrough, or if you just need to be filled up with the Holy Ghost, then this is the time for you to come. We would love to have you. Don't worry, Brother John. We'll get you down here eventually. But uh, here's a video for you. And um, I will see you tomorrow night. I'm going to see if I can stream it on my live stream. I'll be preaching for my good friend, David Diga Hernandez, down in Austin, Texas. If you're anywhere in Texas, come and pay me a visit. I'll be in Austin tomorrow night at 7 p.m. with David Diga. It's going to be a powerful night. Here's our video for three days of glory. I'll see you tomorrow night. God bless you. Hello, I'm Stan Pody. I would like to invite you to join us at Faith Church in Ruston, Louisiana for three days of glory. Yes, this Labor Day weekend, we're going to have three powerful days of the teaching and preaching of the Word of God, as well as signs, wonders, and demonstrations of the Spirit. You're going to want to be here for this. Click link in bio for more information, and we look forward to seeing you this year, Labor Day weekend, at our second annual Three Days of Glory.